This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. But the thing is, I don't think it's always the guy's fault. Like as a woman, if it's harder for you to finish and you know that, I would say it's your job to help the guy as much as you can so he can get you there because you're going to know how to get there. So you need to help that person get there. That's it's also it's your body. It is your responsibility to there's only so much I can do. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Shooters Gotta Shoot. I am your co-host, Eric Sparrow. And I'm Molly Demillier. And we've got a great episode for you this week. You probably saw on our Instagram story, we were doing a lot of surveys about going down <laughs> because the book this week is She Comes First by Ian Kerner, which, Molly, this was your first time even looking at this book. Yeah, it was. I read this a while ago, a couple years ago. Okay. What made you first pick it up? I think it was honestly in comedy. I heard a couple comedians talk about it. Okay. And it, they were male comedians. Interesting. And talk about reading it. Mm. And they kind of had this cockiness to them of like, oh, I know all the secrets now. I studied how to eat pussy. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like, so as a woman, I was kind of intrigued like, okay, what is this book who, by the way, is written by a man telling other men to do? Yeah. I actually, the, it's a really good point that you made that it's written by a man. As we, like when I first opened it to obviously do this episode, I didn't even pay attention to who wrote it. And in the first like couple of pages, I was like, oh, this is definitely a man. <laughs> like, yeah, right. There were some there were some really good tips in there, but there were some other parts I was like, yeah, a woman would just never agree with this. Exactly. Because a book I want to get into to do another specific blowjob one mm-hmm. is the book um, Sex Tips for Straight Women from a Gay Man. Yeah. And that makes the most sense. That does. You're like, of yeah. course, they would know the most. And I'm almost like, well... Some lesbian needs to write a book yeah. about going down on women. <laughs> and we got to do that book with a lesbian. That's, we got to get them on here. That's true. They're the only ones who really know. Right? Because you know both ways. Yeah. I would say my absolute favorite part of the book was just, you could really tell it was to a male audience because he, <laughs> he was like talking about how you should blow, lightly blow on the clit a little bit, which is true. Men absolutely do this for that's your girl. Yeah. But this massive disclosure, which is probably longer than the actual description of the act on why not to blow inside of the woman. Oh, I saw that. And that was the first I heard of that, too. Yeah, because it was like so toxic for her body and how it could actually cause so much harm. And it was written like multiple times of like just on it not in it on it <laughs> don't yeah. don't go inside don't do that <laughs> not a balloon <laughs> like jesus christ yeah but legit i know a comic that has a joke about this book and he doesn't say the title but he says my wife gave me a book about eating pussy and he's like this is my impression of what a book about eating pussy should be he goes page number one should just be like you could do it bro <laughs> hang in there and then he's like page number two is like hey i know it's taken a minute but hang in there and then he's like and then page number three is just neck pain is weakness leaving the body <laughs> that's the whole bit and i was sitting in the back like i think he's talking about she comes first <laughs> and i was i asked yeah. him after i was like you talking about it? he's like yeah i read that book <laughs> 
but I mean, we'll get into it more with Dylan, but um, I think it is a good read. Yeah. I think absolutely. it's very interesting. And Dylan gave the suggestion that uh, you should read it with a partner. Yeah. I read, that was a really interesting tip. I liked it. Right. Um, Cause I was like, how could you give this book to someone and not insult them? Well, exactly. And everybody is different. We talk about this quite a bit with Dylan. So it's you can try things out and figure out what's really good for you and, and what's not because there were some uh, recommendations on positions in this book that like you and I didn't agree with of like, no. okay, that hasn't worked for me. But there were some girlfriends that we talked to that were like, no, that's what I love. So being able to actually work through it with your partner, I think is really important. Yeah. And um, when this episode comes out, if you're listening right now, if you want to check our Instagram, I'm sharing the results from uh, those polls. Mm. And if you have any suggestions for a poll you're curious about, yeah. let me know. Cause I definitely want to throw one up of uh, when you feel comfortable bringing a vibrator in. Yeah. Cause that's, we've debated that on this podcast before with other people mm-hmm. that I feel like it was the same, you know, as the question I threw of like how many times you have sex that you would actually kind of talk to your partner or, or even give criticism or any kind of feedback. Yeah. So we were very generous with the amount. Yeah. I guess, uh, the only, only thing we have is our Patreon is now over a hundred people actually yeah you guys are coming in hot which we thank blew you up for joining. in the last month dude it's been check it out. great it's been a wild ride we're doing weekly episodes mm-hmm. so if you want to check that out it's patreon.com slash shooters gotta shoot also there is an option now you could pay for the whole year and you actually get a discount oh nice so that's really cool it's like you get two months free if you want to do that um but yeah how about your girls join the patreon and our other giveaway um, yeah, we're giving away another $100 gift card to wherever you would like with our reviews on Apple Podcasts. So make sure you get that in. Um, we, I think we're like five or six away. So we're really yeah. close. Make sure you write a review. That's how we can actually find you. Um, if you just give us the stars, it definitely helps, but we cannot give you your money. So <laughs> make sure if you want to get a payout from your girls, you write something nice. Yeah, buddies. All right. Well, without further ado. Let's get to the gift. Let's do it. Debajo el sol, vamos para el agua que hace calor. Dice que me vio en el televisor, y que me reconoció. No fue un error, ya. Y te conozco calamardo. Ya, dale sonríe que bien la estamos pasando. Ya estamos al cari, montamos el party. Estamos en bikini con toda la mami. I'm very excited. Me too. Um, you guys have heard him on the We're All Psychos podcast. It's Dylan Paladino. Welcome yeah. to the show. Already. <laughs> I'm happy to be here. Thanks we'll for having me, guys. Don't worry. We're, thank you for being open to talking about that you have read a book about eating pussy. <laughs> hey, it's a win-win <laughs> for me, honestly. Okay. So you yeah, currently yeah. are taken, but when yes. you first read the book, you read this with a partner. I think one of her friends was reading it or I talked about it and then she brought it to me and at first probably like any guy I was like nah I don't need that uh but I also you know I was like I could need some help I I don't think any guy goes no I'm good like actually in the back of his head thinks he's good unless he's very oblivious uh so (laughs) so we got it and you know what I think she pitched it as we'll read it together she was like we'll read it together we'll try it out I think it'll be fun and if if you're trying to read this with one of your partners and it takes a lot of coercing, I think that might be a bad sign, <laughs> but it's really easy and informative. And also, I don't want to say this because you want to stay with your partner forever, but like it's going to help you if you're single too. In yeah. reading through it, was there anything initially that you were just like, oh, this is like trash advice, this doesn't work, or you just totally disagreed with? I, I remember he's big on like, because he... W- was a big premature ejaculator which like 
mm-hmm. all guys I think have experienced. But I think his was really bad. And he talked about how sex shouldn't be the end goal always. Like you can just do other stuff. It doesn't have to be so sex sex centrist or I think like penetrative. Uh, but I remember reading that and being like, no, I'd like to have sex. Like, <laughs> I, 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 that's great. I totally get it. Yeah. You know, but the, the whole thing is a lot of times if guys are having either erectile problems or like coming too fast problems, if you take sex out of the equation, it helps. But as a guy, you just don't want to do that. It feels very high school to like get head and go down on a girl poorly. Do you know what I mean? Like main main <laughs> Main word poorly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Included poorly. Yeah. But so I was like, I don't I don't know. But besides that, everything he said was was very helpful. I know there's something about the finger that you guys maybe don't agree with, but Okay, well, yeah. I'll clarify. Dylan has actually not even read the whole book and you found nope. it super helpful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is so funny. You're like, I, I got enough tips. I'm good. Yeah. I, st- I mean, I think what happened was we read it a couple times and then I started eating her out well enough that she was like, she didn't bring the book up anymore. And so I was like, all right, okay. cool. So you like, read the book I, when she said to read the book. I you read didn't the book, just like yeah. go for it. Okay. Nah, <laughs> I think I read a couple chapters on my own, but it was, a, it was like we were, you know, going back and forth with it. I only had one person that I needed to figure out. So once mm-hmm. I figured her out, I wasn't I'm, I wasn't trying to be Tiger Woods of eating pussy. I was trying to be just like for her specifically. It's yeah, just funny because so. it sounds like you read the majority of the beginning of the book, which is yep. so much just encouraging dudes that it's important to do it and yeah. care and <laughs> it, literally listen. It's like it's the first five chapters. It's like, uh, how about you kind of feel it out and pay attention and yeah. you'll get better. I, it does I matter. Think every, every dude should read that because yeah. it is very helpful. Yeah, um, it's. From initial impression of the book, reading the whole mm-hmm. thing, I read it like solo, wasn't in a relationship at the time, which is funny you say, because I think I was kind of like, I wish I was. You're like, well, now, now I got some hot yeah, tips. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But as exactly. a woman, I found things in it I disagreed with. Same. Number one, there was a paragraph, little paragraph that kind of shamed and discouraged from the position of sitting on someone's face mm-hmm. instead of laying down. And at that point when I read it, I knew that personally... I can't come laying down. I have to face it. It's better You're for a face me, sitter. right? And every more, woman's more different. More pressure. But yeah. I didn't like, I felt like it kind of reiterated almost the stigma and fear a lot of women already have that it's like kind of a dirty position or it's like freaky or like are just intimidated to even suggest it. And then that book, I was like, well, this is also now making men, if men are reading it, kind of be like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, it turns out this isn't usually better. And I was like, well, I'm proof and I know plenty of other proof of women that it is better that mm-hmm. way. I don't well, know how you felt about it, that. Session. It is a freakier position for sure. And but I why? was like, <laughs> yeah, uh, because, what is it that like, makes it weirder? Yeah. Freakier. I mean, you're potentially suffocating the man that's on top that you're on top of. That's extreme. You, if not, you guys are going to have to like use your hip flexors to like slowly hover above the guy. It, it's not that dirty. It's like been made dirtier by, I think, rap and shit. I don't think it's that much dirtier. I just always found it a lot less practical when I'm doing it because. Interesting. I, it would make more sense to me if the girl was riding your face, not sitting your face. She's in the act. That, and which I think is probably what it's closer to with you. You can tell yeah. me if I'm wrong. It's not yeah. like, I was like, we don't actually, I don't actually like fully sit on someone's yeah, face. Yeah, I'm not popping a squat yes. on his cheap, cheap yeah. bones. No. So, so ride my face makes a lot more sense. Sit on my face means, to me, means like, okay, 
how about you eat me out, but then also have 120 pounds in your face? Does that sound better? Because that's what it sounds like to me. Riding okay. my face sounds, I'm going to go on, honestly give you less work because I'm going to kind of move in the way that mm -hmm. I know feels good and rhythmic. And then you just kind of, <laughs> basically, I'm just going to use the mucous membrane that is your mouth and then get off. That's basically, basically. what it is. Yeah. And it's easier and yeah. it, it helps more, but a guy like has more control, I guess, if he is uh, going down and you're laying down. Now, don't get me wrong. If you're like, let me just sit in your face and kind of move around. I just get to, to kind of sit there. Like, yeah, that's great. You know, I'll do what I can. At the end of the day for me, it's whatever's going to guarantee you getting off because then I'm like, good. I can hang my hat up. There's no pressure anymore. Like, you're not going to talk shit to your friends. Like, we're good. You know what I mean? <laughs> we're good. You're not going to go on your fucking women uh, message boards that I know you all have. <laughs> and then you make usernames for us, you know, dick to the left, 718. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm not going to do that. So that does make yeah. sense, though, because like Erica, you and I are very bold people and we like to be in control. So mm -hmm. I think for us liking that position, it's about actually taking control in the situation and getting what we need versus like sometimes when i'm on my back it's very clear that a man has no idea what he's doing and mm -hmm. you're like sure. could you just stop <laughs> like, <laughs> i can just imagine from that mindset like it being hot that you're like in control over them and it also feels good mm -hmm. it's interesting you said the control because i actually i don't like being in control when it comes to sex oh. which is yes. kind of a dilemma i've had with this position i've had to ask several male friends like how do I make that happen? Because I feel bad if someone goes down on me, I'm laying down and I'm like, this feels great, but it's just not going to get me over that hump, mm -hmm. right? And orgasm. And they've all just been like, just say, I want to sit on your face. They're like, that's all you have to say. And yeah, like, you can say that. Or you could be like, can we switch positions? Let me get on top of you with this. Right. Like uh, that. And the guy will get it. Look, it's going to probably be awkward. A lot of sex is awkward. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like anytime you change positions, it's usually awkward unless you're dating. It's usually like, oh, fuck it. Let me go from behind. Like you just like kind of <laughs> whisper it and then you hope the girl hears it and then they figure it out. And half the time the girl is like, what? And then she just moves and then you just have to be like, this is what we're doing. Because you're also fighting. Well, at least for me, I'm also fighting the clock, which is if I'm out for too long, I'm going to lose it. And then the fucking game's over. <laughs> so there's that as well. I mean, when any whenever a girl tells you to do something, it's usually hot. It's just, it's funny you said you don't like it as much because I've heard guys say it's like less pressure on their neck and it's more comfortable for them too. Because mm -hmm. the first time I ever even did that position, I didn't even know that's what it was called. Someone just put me up there and I was kind of like, what's happening? <laughs> and then I was like, wow, this is way better. <laughs> like, you know. Well, I feel like for me with most of the women I've been with, using a finger while I do it is very helpful for them. So you can't do that if you're on top. Almost all the girls I've been with doing that has either gotten them there or really helped them get there. So if they're, if they're writing my face, I can't really be doing that. You know what I mean? Do you okay. mean literal fingering or fingering using your them. fingers? Yeah, yeah. On... Fingering them. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, fingering them. Cause we yeah. talked about this too. Uh, when we were both reading the books, there's a ton of pictures and guides on how to do it. And personally, I don't like fingering while guys going down, but I think it's also a lot of guys when they finger, they just kind of like jam it in there and you're mm -hmm. like, eh. It feels like you're like searching for something in a pocket. It's like, stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, don't, they don't know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're yeah. trying to, they just think if it's in there, like you're good. You right. know what I mean? You got to have a certain motion. I mean, it says it in the book, dude, like I'm not coming up with these ideas. They've been told to me. 
And then I've gone out and done a bunch of empirical research and then been like, well, this is this is what seems to to help. I would say 80% of the time I get a positive reaction when I start doing it, mm -hmm. I would okay. say. Uh, and I also think in New York, a lot of people are on antidepressants, dude. So they need more they need more pressure and the finger's going to help. <laughs> Wait, is that a thing? Actually, I've dude, heard about this. Yeah, 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 when people on antidepressants, what? it's a lot harder for them to come. Yeah. Like a lot harder for them. I'm like, okay, this is everything what they taught you not to do because they're like, it's more sensitive. And then instead I'm like, oh, like punching <laughs> it, you know? But oh my God. If you're on a lot of antidepressants, like it, it could be a lot harder. Same with guys. That's why guys who take antidepressants, it's hard for them to come a lot of times because they're highly desensitized. Interesting. I think what I've found just in terms of the changing position, because I have mm -hmm. been able to finish while on my back. I think I've just figured out that I need it done very lightly. So with face setting, I can control that. I can basically just move farther away where they oh, almost yeah, can't yeah. reach to try to do it very hard because I think most women, it's kind of like two orgasm. You need very lightly, very like almost like intimate touching or you need that aggressive, like harder feeling. Mm -hmm. A Which lot of guys these. like don't understand that it's it really is just like the lightest like simplest thing that can really get a woman off and they'll try and just go so so hard and it's it, if you're like yeah, a person yeah. who just needs it light or like in that time you just need it light you're like this is not gonna work at all right yeah, but it's so hard to know to say that i didn't right. know to say that like yeah. i couldn't tell what the difference was between positions and i finally figured it out like oh it's lightly mm -hmm. it's just so different because as a guy when you're getting head you're like oh <laughs> <laughs> all the way so you're like oh that's what they must like right yeah but there's I, a there's a I chapter in the book it literally is called assume the position and it's all about how a guy will get a girl close mm -hmm. and the minute she gets close they get excited and start changing what they're doing whether it's trying to go harder whether it's fingering whether it's like oh i, I, I should put that. my dick in now right i've done that every every guy does that and so that's also like the thing that women have to learn is like no you have to almost be like do exactly what you're doing like the when you best get the thing light, the best it. thing is for her to be like do that keep doing that that's the fucking best thing there's a lot of ego involved you know what i mean mm -hmm. and i don't mean like oh i'm so good at this i mean like you're in a vulnerable position both the person who is receiving and doing because as a person doing you want to be good we all kind of feel insecure about whether we're good or not are we going to figure this person out because each person's kind of different and then the person receiving is like like you don't want to be weird in what you want and at the same time you don't want to like hurt their feelings there's a lot of ego involved that like i wish we could all leave at the door but it's hard we're humans we can't but so the thing that i've found for me as a man especially because our egos are usually bigger is if a girl says keep doing that yes that harder softer like a uh, very simple commands like that that help use your finger no stop just like j stuff like that that makes it a lot easier and you know what just like say it in that like hot breathy girl voice you know <laughs> and the guy will be into oh softer soft like then the girl and the guy's still like, this is great. You know, like that, that's the easy shit for me. It's, it's harder actually as a guy, I've had it where a girl's giving me a head and it is fucking horrible. And I don't know what to say. All the best times I've gotten head, I've had no idea what the girl is doing. Mm. Do you, you know? like so, stop a girl and like switch positions or what do you do when it's bad? Cause it can I, be so uncomfortable. I don't follow my, heed my advice, not my actions. I usually just lay there and I'm just like, I'll figure this out. Like, <laughs> I'm not kidding because a lot of times it's a girl that like, I'm going to be honest in my single life, the past five years, a lot of times it's a girl that I'm going to see 
maybe three or four times, Mm -hmm. whatever. That's just usually how it works out. The worst is honestly when it's with someone that I want to uh, continue seeing. I'm like, this ain't so great. Yeah, I mean, I think sex in general is just really hard to give feedback on for some reason. Like, I think it goes both ways that we don't talk about it. Like, we were talking about this book over the weekend with some friends, and we all kind of landed on that the reason a lot of men don't really know what they're doing is because women aren't helping women and saying like, okay, this actually isn't good. It's kind of that mentality of like, all right, I'll just get through this one and then move on. And okay, like like my ex helped all the girls after her. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So you're not helping the other dudes by giving, uh, not giving blowjob feedback. Yeah, Women but I don't would give a have... fuck about those other dudes. <laughs> fuck them, okay? I only care about my dick being sucked. I don't care about any of those other whack-ass dudes, okay? <laughs> well, I was going to say, and women, I think, are very commonly in the position that you said of, I don't know what you're doing down there, but it's not working. Yeah. And that's really when you're in this mental dilemma of, I don't know what to say to change this. And I've mm-hmm. had that both from like a new partner and someone I've been with consistently, where mm-hmm. I'm like, something changed in technique and I don't know what it is and I don't know a way to bring it up without hurting your ego because part of me is like I think he probably thinks this is a new thing and she'll like it so I don't know when to be like hey BT dubs whatever was happening just don't do that again (laughs) you want to know what's funny that happens with me is that if I start hooking up with someone for too long then I go I've endured this for so long that if i bring it up now then they're going to be like wait so has it always been bad and i go i don't want to deal with that so i'll just yeah (laughs) and this is all dumb as hell by me but it's how i how i have operated i'm 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 better with it usually now it it is just the thing about honestly just not being a bitch and and like realizing that that you're not going to hurt the other person it's only going to help all right so This book says that men usually get more turned on and can have actually a better orgasm if they're able to make a woman come first. Do you agree or disagree with that? For most people, men, if your partner has gotten off or had a good time, you feel good, you like succeeded, and your like job is done so you can fully enjoy yourself without – because most guys – most sex for guys is don't come. That's what you're thinking. That's what it is. You know what I mean? So if you know that you can, you can have a really good two to five minutes of sex that you're not worrying about and then fit and you're great. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Instead of like, give me a second. I'm going to switch positions to think, make you think that I'm cool. But in reality, it's so I can calm down for five seconds, like that kind of <laughs> stuff, you know? So. Yeah. I mean, my theory is once a guy makes a woman come, it's like you chase that high. So it's a awesome. lot of guys that don't try to do that, I think just never have. And I'm kind of like, once you do, it's like, it, it's like a reward in a way. Then we get to become one of the guys that did it. Because mm-hmm. there are the girls that are like, oh, he did, did he, did he not? Then we get to become one of the guys in the on the plaque that, you know, you guys have in your house that's like, here are all the men that made me come, you know? <laughs> and you have that out there. We Here's get the superstars, one. yeah. Exactly. Do you think it matters in just a hookup situation or a relationship? A relationship, it definitely matters. But the thing is, I don't think it's always the guy's fault. Uh, I think a lot of times that if you're, a, like, as a woman, if it's harder for you to finish and you know that, 
I would say it's your job to help the guy as much as you can so he can get you there because you're going to know how to get there. So you need to help that person get there. And if it's harder for you to get there with someone else, you got to figure something else out because that's it's also it's your body. It is your responsibility. to. There's only so much I can do in a relationship. You got to figure out and talk it out. I think you should strive to as much as you can in hookups. I think you should be succeeding a majority of the time in relationships and hookups, you know, there's, because for, again, for women, from what I understand, it's a lot more mental. Okay. I saw the little fucking quiz you guys did <laughs> on your Instagram and like 80% of them said mental. So I'm going to do the best I can, but if you're in your head, then we got to figure it out. If it's that you're not comfortable with me, I'm going to do my best to make you feel comfortable, but also that might be just what the situation is because it's someone new. I mean, my, another thing my, my, my ex did, dude, she, uh, what did I do anyway? So she, uh, <laughs> why did I let that go? She, <laughs> she, uh, I was so stupid. And she, <laughs> she, she, uh, she brought in a vibrator to start mm-hmm. using. And at first I was like, fuck, no, there's no way that's going to replace me. Da, da, da. And then soon, no, it's not. And this makes my life a lot easier. Mm-hmm. You know how great it is to where you can't get them there. And they're like, hold on, let's pull out this little magic wand. And then in two, in like literally a minute, they're done. And then I get to like, that's great. I think in hookups, maybe you got to feel it out a couple of times, but say, hey, do you mind? This will help me. You can hold it, whatever you want to do. It just makes it easier, dude. Like, for I don't, really, I don't think it's offensive because it's also different. Even if you are using it, I would say the way that a girl finishes with a vibrator compared to just me and her is different. Well, it's I would say, yeah, it, vibrator is like we got it. We're gonna be the other one might take a little bit while, but it's gonna be a bigger crest or whatever you want to call it. You know, mm-hmm. so. If you want to guarantee, have it there, but try it out the other way. So do you find that women are all different sexually? Or do you think that it's like you have this one routine of moves and you're like, I know how to make a woman come? You guys are very different. But, well, like here's here's my impression. Every guy says women okay. are different. I agree with that. Obviously, we talk with our friends. We know everybody's mm-hmm. different, right? But it seems like it's not like there's so much variety. No, no, no. There's a general... Uh, like I said, there's generally some things I got like some moves in my head that I'm not talking about like sexually. I'm talking like if I'm going down, cause I think we're right. all going down about, specific. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I got some moves that I try out and then I test the waters to see which gets a reaction. And I can't even tell you what they are. It's just like muscle memory when I'm down there. I'm like, okay, try this one out. Try that one out. Dude, it's all about just pressure and rhythm a lot of times mm-hmm. and you try out different things maybe add something else in there i don't know squeeze their thigh or some shit girls like that <laughs> i would say I'm, I'm trying to make an analogy to sports there's a okay so like I, there's I, like, a, I got there's a sports a, analogy there's your a three, team there's has a different three. plays and you yes. try the different plays and depending on the opponent some plays work and some plays don't some plays you're going to score and some that's not. a really good one i, w- I was going to say <laughs> that, that's much better than mine that's much better than mine i was going to say like there's three shots, right? Uh, there's a free throw, there's a three-pointer, and there's a two, like, you know, there's those three different types of shots. Mm-hmm. You can shoot them a bunch of different ways, okay? 
So like whatever your way is of doing it, maybe you want to do a hook. Maybe you want to fucking do a jump back shooter. All right. You can tell how much basketball I played. Not a lot. <laughs> she did all right? not play a lot. Yeah. She's talking yeah. to two basketball two people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then you got no, that 2.1. I mean, field goal, field goal, field goal, whatever. Fucking three-pointer. Suck my dick, okay? I'm taller than both of you guys. Anyway, so um, you have your style, okay? That's what it is. It's just style. Like mm-hmm. there's only a couple different ways to do it, but do your style, all right? And that's yeah. it. But mm-hmm. yeah, your analogy is better, but I liked mine as well. And it also showed that I don't know a lot about sports. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here's a question. Do you mm-hmm. always ask your partner if she has finished before you finish? No. Do you ask after sex? Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll try and suss out whether they did. Um, Wait, here's a third it, question. Okay. You finish. Sex is done. Your partner has not finished. Is sex fully over or do you still try to get her to completion? I would say most of the time it is just because they seem to be kind of like tuckered out. I think women feel uncomfortable saying, can you go down to me or can, you know, can you finish me off? Because it feels maybe aggressive. They know that. I mean, look, as dudes, like we do have this refractory period. We're like, we finish and we don't think about it anymore. We're like, you know, give us five minutes. Well, I think it's because as women, you're programmed to believe that once the guy comes, sex is over. So you feel like there's really no room for conversation or more acts to happen after that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, only one time have I had a guy know that I didn't come and when he came a little bit early and then he grabbed me and went down on me and made me come. And it was like the hottest thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, but otherwise, it's usually just like it's done. Also hot. You but, didn't have to ask for it. Did not. But I, we've also not. been told that if you ask a girl to come, if you ask the girl if she came, it's like unsexy. There's a difference between asking and asking with an intention to make you come. Because like yeah. you can feel when a guy is just like, ah, did you come too? Of like, hope that was good yeah, enough. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure, for but, sure. But like if there's more of an intention to like make something happen, that's a different question. Yeah, it's I more if they're asking right. you usually know that you didn't. Yeah. So it's more mm, in the I, attitude of like, we got to finish Sometimes, <laughs> but girl, you guys can go like multiple rounds mm-hmm. immediately. You can come and keep going. As a dude, if it happens, it's a full like nervous system change. So that's why it feels like it's over potentially is because you're like, you have to take a second to rejuvenate, have that refractory period. That's not an excuse Mm -hmm. that dudes should just be dipping. They shouldn't. They shouldn't dip. That's the whole point of this book is it's basically being like, take care of her first and then you can come. Exactly. And then it's done. It's the best thing. Mm -hmm. It's the best thing. But I agree with Molly of like, if you're going to ask, did you come? If she says no... You should be asking that question because you're going to do something. Yeah. And a tip. Once you make a girl come, she is just going to keep going. Like the first one is the hardest. Mm -hmm. And I think Erica, you said one time of like, once you get to Disneyland, you can ride all the rides. Yeah. yeah. Wait, so it's easier after? Absolutely. So if you get it done earlier, she'll probably come like three times. If you're doing it right. All right. (laughs) That's why. That's why it's fucking harder. Because once you guys do it once, you can a million times. Yeah. In that Some session. of you. Not all of you. Not all of you. It'll become more sensitive. Yeah. It's reasonable. Mm-hmm. All right. Have you ever had a partner fake an orgasm or tell you that they faked it later on? Uh, no to both that I know of. I would be fucking tight if they did. I would be tight. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's just honestly like fucked up to do. You're lying to them. 
But if someone fakes it, I think that's a, not a cool thing to do. And you're also hurting yourself. You're also putting this guy out in the world who is like, yeah, I know what I'm doing. And it's like, no, you don't. And anyone who has faked it, it's fine. Just don't do it again. All right. <laughs> you know. In terms of going down, I've had friends say they've only faked it when they wanted it to end. Yeah. Yeah. And typically with a, you know, not a consistent partner, just someone that they're like, eh, I just, I wasn't feeling it or I was in my head. I knew it wasn't going to happen, but I didn't want to bruise their ego. And like, I just faked a little bit because my next I question, I mean, yeah, I get it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I was going to ask, can you, t- do you think you can tell when a woman fakes it? Yes. I would say most of the time, you know, there are a lot of involuntary things that happen with your body that if you can do that, you have amazing muscle control. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. No one looks amazing when they come. Okay. It's like your body's doing a lot of stuff. Your eyes are closed. Sometimes you look like you're almost in pain. Like there's a lot of shit that, so I think you can tell if you're paying attention at all, but someone might tell me that they've faked it and I'll block their number immediately. So, you know, it's good. <laughs> we're good. All right. Let's do some scenarios. Okay. So, A woman's partner is going down on her and doing things she doesn't like, like fingering while going down. Mm -hmm. Um, Should she say or do something in that moment? And what exactly should she do? Um, Just be like, just your mouth. Just say something like that. Just your mouth, just your mouth, just your mouth. Instead of no, this, no feels a little, I mean, it's hard in the moment, but just this is always better, I think, than no to what you're doing. Mm -hmm. a slick thing you could do is like grab his hand and put it on your tits you know because then the guy's like yeah great you know (laughs) stuff like that to where making the guy think he can do something else and then also making it better for you it's funny that you gave that hand example because i've removed a guy's hand and they'll keep going back and i'm like get out of here yeah i'm like Like, they have two hands what if he just slides the other one in yeah like (laughs) it's such a weird thing like that blows my mind when i'm like i literally physically remove you out of me and you go back in. <laughs> I'm like, how is this not well, clear? Well, I think guys like. I think guys like it. I like. <laughs> I like fingering. So like we, we like it. So we're my like you know the a lower part of our brain is activated. So we're just like trying to get you off. And we also are like this is n- nice for me. I mean, I I hooked up with this girl f- multiple times. I'm pretty confident in that I was enjoying it, okay? <laughs> if there's one thing I'm confident about, I'm not confident about a lot of things, it's about eating pussy because of this book. <laughs> but, but regardless, I mean, you can say no. It depends on how close you are. If you've been with them two months, just your mouth. If you've been with them six months, no hands, please. No hands. <laughs> no hands. Look, Ma, no hands. Play this song, Look, Ma, no hands. Okay, just do that. Jerry, no hands, please. Yeah, just anything like that. Yeah, just just, just say it. I mean, it's and trust me, I know it's hard, man. I'm thinking about even recent experiences where I'm like, why aren't you saying something? I don't know about you, but I'm always in my head. Sex is supposed to be one of the times that you're out of your head as well, right? But if you're trying to think about shit and it's bringing you back in, so you're trying to not. So it's like this fight of, I just want to be in the moment and enjoying this, but oh, now I have to instruct this person. So it's kind of this battle I find sometimes of, look, I don't want to be any more, any more in my head. So let me just let this pass. But at the same time you go, I need to say something. Yeah. The mental, (laughs) the question of mental versus physical for women, when you can't orgasm, a lot of people, like when they would message me about it and I talked to them, we all were like, yeah, with a consistent partner, mental. 
they're like with a new partner it's usually physical Mm -hmm. like it's it's always kind of a combo of both but i found with consistent partners it would be i would get in my head that it was taking a long time the minute i had that thought i was like you're done i'm like you're done happens it's like me with not being able to get it up as soon as i think about the fact that i can't get it up it's over yeah um okay so a woman's partner says to her that they don't like going down and they think it's gross what should she do or say I mean, if you want me to be really real, yeah, yeah, fucking trash that dude. Get that <laughs> out. It's out. It's over. For real. For real. Oh, I thought you meant trash him, like make fun of him to his face. Oh, I you was can like, do that. No, no, no. Okay. Ditch him. Ditch him. If you, if I'm sorry, man. If you, as a guy, expect some girl to literally choke on your dick, because a lot of times that's what happens, and it's what you want. And you can't go down on her. You're a bitch. You're a fucking bitch. The only times I've ever not wanted to go down on a girl is when I'm not attracted to her. That's oh, what that's it is. Interesting. Which yeah. probably girl, you guys probably feel the same way. You don't really want to suck a guy's dick if you're not that attracted to him. Like right. I get it. But if he doesn't like to, then you shouldn't be with that person. I like firmly, firmly agree that. And you know what? There's gonna be someone that just doesn't like it. And there's women that are like that too. Because we did the survey question, would you date someone that doesn't go down on you? And I was shocked at how many people said yes. Uh, Yeah, there were a lot. Men and women. It was very mixed on those Uh answers. But I I, I really think about it, especially in a long-term relationship, like that's part of you, you know? Mm -hmm. Like that's, you don't like a part of me. You know, I'm I'm asking you to do something that I enjoy doing to you. It's about providing pleasure for the other person, da, 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 da. It's not something crazy. And for you to say it's gross, I think is also just like straight up disrespectful to the to the person that you're talking mm-hmm. to. Yeah, sure. okay. It's gross maybe for those random hoes, but not for me. You know, I'm your girl. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I've experienced this with just having herpes. I've had guys that would sleep with me, but yeah. not go down on me. And I, I didn't approach it that way. I just kind of was like, listen, that's important to me. And that that's what gets me off. And I'm like, and I just go, I'm not going to make you do anything you don't want to do. Okay, but, do, but I'm also not going to stay. I'm team herpes doesn't fucking matter. Mm-hmm. I'm team herpes is this huge stigma that is not a fucking big deal. And everyone has been freaking out, it for so, freaking out about it for so long. And in reality, it's like, honestly, one of the least bad of all the um, STDs. It's not a big deal. It's not fatal. It doesn't have any other, from what I know, horrible side effects. It's, it has this huge stigma that I hate. So whenever someone tells me that they have herpes or they've been with someone that has herpes, I'm like, it's not a big fucking deal. Stop thinking it a big deal. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I could still understand someone being like, "Well, I don't want to risk getting it," and then yeah, it's a deal breaker. He's not going to get anything from you because you're like, "Well, in order to be with me, you have to quote unquote risk getting that." People freak out about it, I think, mainly because of the stigma around it. Yeah, no, I was just going to say, I n- I never make anyone, and I totally understand. That's all the point I was yes. making. But it's more, yeah, uh, I I make this you're point still like, because people listening, I'm like, it is yeah. important, and you shouldn't settle for someone who's not willing to do those things. And Fuck I think no. both with herpes, without herpes, like I'm like, if that's how you get off and that's what you want for your partner. And if you're not getting it, I, I truly believe you can't make someone do something. So okay, I'm so like, walk away. I'm like, go find someone else. Like there's exactly. plenty of people in the world that will find someone else. Okay. So we have a couple of wrap up questions. So we ask all of our guests. So our one for you is, can you remember a time that you've shot your shot and was it a hit or a miss? Yeah. Uh, I really missed a shot taken one of those two pointer shots. I, I missed it. I missed it pretty bad. I had two friends who knew each other and one of them I was very into. I thought she was super hot. She had a boyfriend unbeknownst to me, became single, matched with me on hinge, like 
late one night at like 12 20 so i was like all right this is probably real because you know at night like whatever the vibe is different mm -hmm. but i didn't say anything i i messaged the other friend and was like yo this girl just matched with me i'm i would like i'm super into her i think she's so hot and then she legit said shoot your shot yeah. those words Hell yeah. So I was like, all right, yeah. Tight. yeah she did good advice <laughs> It was not good advice because <laughs> I started texting this girl for an hour. We were going back and forth. I was like, this is good. Uh, it was funny, whatever. And it was like 120. And I made a call back to a joke earlier and was like, look, how about we like grab drinks next week? And she didn't respond, mm. which was, which I was that like, hurts. hell yeah. Especially because I know her. So because I know her, I was like, I'm not going to let you get the last say. So I waited two days. So I just texted her and was like, yo, we're good enough of friends that you can just say no. Like, it's okay. My ego is not going to be hurt because it's not going to be. It's one person. Big deal. Right. And then she went, oh, my God, LMAO, which is means that they don't care. Uh, <laughs> she goes, oh, my God, LMAO. I fell asleep. I was too high. Let's get lunch this week. And so then I left her on red because I was like, that's all I need to know. That's it. That's the end of this conversation anyway. We're still friends. We're all good. But also it's kind of like, just say no, dude. Don't say the lunch thing. Don't The lunch thing is almost disrespectful because it's like, oh, we can get lunch. Let's get some little bites and uh, uh, Earl Grey tea. No, either we're getting margaritas or you just say, I'm not interested. Lunch feels like a friend hang. Like you are exactly. getting friend zoned. And potentially having to pay for it. I was getting friends so oh, I wouldn't have paid for it. No fucking way I would pay for it. Yeah, I was getting lunch friends so hard. Yeah. Lunch, we fucking go Dutch on lunch. All right. I love the Dutch. I, I, it's it's completely friend zoning. Someone tried to say, oh, maybe maybe she was just trying to feel it out and didn't want it to feel too like intimate. But I don't really agree with that because if you're attracted to someone, you and you're friends with them, the entire time you're still like. Yeah, we're friends, but I would fuck that. You have that. That's the sentence in your head about them. I like so-and-so, but I would also fuck them is how you think about it. So that was her way of saying no. And now until the day I die, I'm going to try to rectify that. Well, I was going to say it would have been mature of you to say, hey, to be honest, this feels like you just want to be friends or even just yeah. go. Do you mean lunch as friends or a date? Because that's very fair to ask somebody. I've asked someone when they'd give that vague hangout. I've been like, hang out as friends or a date. And it's kind of like, I'm going either way, but I want to know when I'm going. It, you know what? It, it would have maybe been a little bit more mature. <laughs> um, however, I was like, I don't want to deal with this anymore. And You were hurt. I don't Be no, honest. You were no, hurt. No, no, no. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I'm, and you did I'm the like, immature thing and you left her on red in return. No, it's not. Hey, it's not immature. I don't yes, owe you an answer. I don't owe you an answer. But she you owed say, you let's get lunch? Yeah. She, you, she asked you. Let's get lunch I don't week. owe you an answer because you left me on red if she had it i would have and am i being mature and petty mature and petty immature and petty yes mm -hmm. and that is more fun all right though that's why i did it yes i should have said that but at that point i was like i, I don't really feel like dealing with this and she's not she doesn't care and is going to forget so let's just keep going at the end of the day i'm not actually mad at her if i saw her in person i would be i would be like yo you were not down i tried to get it and you fucking swerve me hard and that's okay like i'm not upset by it. in the moment you're like oh man that sucks i would have liked to hang out with them but at the end of the day it's 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 not really a big deal 
Well, there you, you know? go. All right. <laughs> Not an awful ending. Um, so anyway, thank you so much for coming on the pod, being open to talking about researching uh, going down on women. A lot of pussy talk on this And uh, a recommendation is to read this book with your partner. Mm-hmm. Could Definitely. be fun. Definitely. Both yeah. learn some things. And um, the people can find Dylan at Dylan J. Palladino on Twitter and Instagram. And right. as always, guys, you can find me at Sparica. And I'm at the guaca underscore Molly. And the podcast at Shooters Gotta Shoot Pod. And leave us a review. We're giving away money very soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're only like six reviews away from giving away hundred another $100. So throw your uh, reviews in there. Get them in. And uh, thank you all so much for listening. Thanks for joining us. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.